We're storming the Capitol! It's a revolution! Uh, what's up, everybody? We're back. It's another episode of Plugs. Plugs the pod. Uh, and We're back. We have, yeah, we got a lot to... Uh, I mean, we keep saying it like uh, like we missed a week, but we didn't. We just didn't record for a week. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is the West Coast edition. I've had a, I've had a, uh, a pretty jam-packed two weeks uh, to where I can't even remember. I think my plugs is mainly about Del Taco. Well, I, I know for a fact that you were in New York for a hey, little spent bit a week in New York. Um, yeah, I was in New York for a week and then L.A. for a week. That's that's some real uh, globe trotting. It's like I'm a real it's like I'm a real uh, comedian. Hey, you're a the, real lower do, 48 yeah, uh, doing what the famous banter? ones do. Right. Uh, doing the stuff. Yeah, so. I haven't told I think I told I think I might have told Trey the story, but I haven't told Trey. The last time I saw Trey was a week ago Sunday in Brooklyn. Yep. Mm-hmm. He came at, to the show at the King's Theater at King's Theater, King's Theater, where they filmed the Beastie Boys documentary. Truth. Oh, that nice. is truth. That confirmed. Uh, yeah, we had a big week of uh, famous venues. I did. Uh, so King's Theater with the Beastie Boys doc. We did the Hulu Theater at msg which is where uh like i thought it was new because it's called the hulu theater right (laughs) but it is not new it just is a new name (laughs) and it is the theater where the it's where eddie murphy raw was filmed and the 95 source awards yeah the famous 95 source awards (laughs) the suge knight on stage going if you if you want to just make records and not without the producer being all up in the video dancing, then come on out to death row. <laughs> all right. Right. In New York. He said that in New York. Dude, he said it. That is really started, balls. really started the, uh, like jump started <laughs> the East coast, West coast, you know, ultimately, uh, led to some like just heartbreaking tragedy, mm-hmm. but whatever. I was on the same, I was on the same stage. Mm, uh, we did it. We did the beacon, which everyone's heard of the beacon. Oh yeah, there's a there's a plaque up on the wall right when you go in about uh, the Almond Brothers have sold out like 246 shows straight. That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. They made an it's album like, there. Yeah, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. The other thing I was gonna say is like any band that you that love probably has an album named whatever their name is live at the beacon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they had they had pictures up uh, somehow. I think the I think the the tour manager does this on purpose because it's not the first time where we've been in a venue where uh, Tom Petty has played, and I get the dressing room next to the picture. Ah, <laughs> uh, cool. So that's pretty rad. Yo, you don't uh, get Tom Petty's old dressing room? No, no, no. The that's <laughs> there's I get I get probably uh, the piano player's dressing room. <laughs> <laughs> Right, I'm sure. I'm sure Segura gets the one Petty got, the one, the one that's got like two rooms and a bathroom and a shower. Mine was very small, uh, at the Beacon, but the you know it's got like four levels of dressing rooms, kind of like the like the Ryman does, where it just keeps going up. But we can, there's enough on the on the first floor of the Ryman that we all had them, but ours, mine, and Tom's were on the third floor. And then uh, DJ Premier was on the fourth floor. Like he had oh. a he had a nice room on the fourth floor. 
with his people. So there was so that was going on. DJ Premier did three of the shows. <laughs> That's crazy, man. Venues that have uh, multiple floors for green rooms. That's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I mean, New York, uh, New York is uh, any of the old buildings. They tend to not have one floor. They just keep going and going. Yeah. Uh, but well, all right. So. And then we did this room in Long Island that was in the round, completely in the round, which I've never done before. <laughs> and that is, it's a little unsettling. You do a lot of spinning? Yeah. I mean, it's a strange, it's a strange feeling to suddenly after, after all these years of doing stand up, you get out there and there's like, there's a thing you have to think about that you've never had to think about before. All right. Like I've done everything. <clears throat> I've done stand up. I did stand up 30 feet from the goddamn General Lee once at a car show in an, in the afternoon. <laughs> but at right. least that time I just had to face forward. <laughs> uh, Wait, now, was it spinning Def Leppard style? No, no, no. It, they could. They they said, like, it has that capability, but no, <laughs> we didn't. I don't we didn't really want that. It goes it goes real slow, too, apparently. Right. That that's where I think it'd be might be kind of fun. Like uh you know, well, yeah, you I mean, just played it straight, you know? Never never move. Just get just I didn't Slowly realize how much I don't around. Like I know I don't move a lot, but I didn't realize how much I like I don't want to move until I had to. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, and of and of all the of all the nights, this one was like I remembered a joke I hadn't done in a while. Uh, so I was like, oh, I'm going to change up my set list. And then I went out there with this new set list. I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Why am I doing <laughs> new? Jo- I should do. I should put the record on and, and worry about all this other shit. I have to worry about that. I never thought about before. I couldn't see the clock. I didn't know how long I was out there. <laughs> I forgot where the <laughs> clock was. We, we had to enter from the back. So like I get introduced and then I have to walk through the crowd. Right. Oh, wow. So it yeah, takes yeah. like. 20 seconds or whatever because it's it's also like it's not steep but it's it's it goes down it's at an angle it's at a definite angle and so it was like to not like run down the ramp down that ramp was like took a little effort (laughs) dude and then what a horrible setup like if you happen to that night you know have some paranoia about some kind of stain on the back of your pants or something Oh yeah, well, thank God I never thought about that, <laughs> right? <laughs> I, I'm glad I'm glad you didn't bring this up before that. Now that's all I'll think about next time, right? Like you can't even talk yourself out of it by being like, "Well, nobody's seeing my backside because it's against the wall." That's not an option. Then you just got to ride that sucker out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And who knows? There usually <laughs> there some, usually is something. Yeah, that's some mental wrestling. Yeah, and then we were in New York, check? so everyone everywhere everywhere you sit, you're probably getting fucking schmutz on you. Dude, yeah, you don't wear light colored pants in New York. That's just generally a bad idea. You know, between the subways and just yeah, park benches and whatever else. Yeah, yeah. Or just strangers grabbing your ass. Interesting. You know, your butt is gonna be dirty. Your butt is gonna be dirty. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a Brian Regan album recorded at that venue, oh. and it's shocking. It's like very surprising. Uh, it's where the the cover of the Johnny Cash American Recordings Three 
uh, Solitary Man. It's where the cover was ta- the cover shot on that album was taken in the back hallway of this venue. The in the round one. Yeah, like I wa- I walked in and they have of course they got pictures on the wall of the people oh, that right. have played there, and then I see this picture of Johnny Cash, and it's not the cover shot. It's just the picture, and I and I look at it. I go I, re- I recognize that photo, and then it, you like I look I'm looking at the picture and you can see the. Cause it's like him side on down, like looking down the hallway. And so behind him, you can see like, a, there's a couple of people working the door and, uh, and a clock and a door. And so I'm looking at this picture and then I look to my left and I see the clock and the door. I'm like, Holy shit. This is the, the picture from this is just from some random long Island venue. That's crazy. Yeah. And then time was, stood still. Same clock, same door, same clock, same door. Yeah. When Johnny even Cash asked, shows up and hangs out, then you just don't touch anything in that room ever I, again. I even asked the uh, security guard who was working, kind of looked like the guy on the picture and the uh, blurry in the back, and but it wasn't him. I mean, this photo <laughs> was taken in. I mean, when did American Recordings three come out? Ninety nine, something like that. So, I mean, Is the, that right? The album came out 20, 20 plus years ago. That's Maybe. the one where he went around the country just like with a stool and his guitar. Uh, I don't know. I feel like he'd been doing that. Well, I think that was the one where he played like emos in Austin, which is uh, was a, uh, you know, really awesome. But like punk rock venue, you know, like Neil Hamburger played there and stuff like Ooh. not a place where you would think Johnny Cash would pull up a stool. Um, but at the same time, why wouldn't he? Why wouldn't he? I um yeah. We took a helicopter to that show, and then the helicopter landed in a fucking uh, baseball field. Oh wow! <laughs> of uh, of some, I think a college, and there was, and right next to it was a football field. Uh huh. That was, uh, you know, one of those like those college football fields where you're not Notre Dame or whatever. So it also has a big track. I mean, maybe it was a high school, but it had right. a big track, and also it had like uh, soccer nets up. So there was a soccer practice going on and then everybody. So we land in this field and, and to, to one side is the baseball diamond and the other side is the back of these bleachers. And everybody from that practice ran up the bleachers and was like looking over the top to be like, why the fuck is there a helicopter landing here? Expecting like some (laughs) politician that they know or somebody flashy or or something, you know, it's just four guys, just four (laughs) Four regular guys. Yeah. (laughs) get out and then we have to then we have to walk to a we just walk past them to a parking lot get in our suv and drive to the venue i mean it was it was some very high rent shit last week Uh, (laughs) but just one suv not like a line of four no 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 if we if we each had an suv that'd be wild (laughs) we had we took two helicopters Uh i ate snails at a french restaurant that's not why but i had escargot at a french restaurant Uh very good just to, it's like it's very it's similar to like calamari it's mostly like uh the texture is like calamari and then the taste is whatever the sauce was so it was like a garlic butter sauce so it was it was great i know i know it seems it seems like i'm a very picky eater but i will try some stuff as long as there's no onions or green peppers in it i will try it <laughs> And uh, if it's meat of some sort, even if it's gross, <laughs> I will fucking give it a real shot. Yeah, especially just from a fancy joint. Yeah, I got to see. 
I saw Bert for the first time in uh, real life in seven years. Wow. Some of our listeners uh, might be surprised that uh, we're still friends. We are friends (laughs) again. We have patched it all up. Uh, I didn't know you guys had beef. There was a Douglas Movies episode that did not go well. Oh, the hundred cheeseburger incident. Yeah, yeah. But it's all but everything's everything's taken care of now. Uh, we're all good. Uh, um, so that was fun. Um, leaving Brooklyn. Well, that was, I, yeah, Trey saw the the beginning of the end of the Brooklyn show as it started to get pretty hectic because we yeah, were all yeah. we were leaving Brooklyn to go to the airport like we were flying that night. And of course, so we're so four of us fly to Austin because I'm coming to I'm coming to L.A. the next day. And so instead of leaving New York and flying from New York to L.A., which I guess I could have done. But then then I'm talking about, you know, that five, five and a half hour flight. And uh, getting from the Lower East Side to any of the airports is not is going to be a real pain in the ass. All of this seems like a like a nightmare. So instead, we just because uh, two, uh, two of us are going to Austin and two are going to L.A. So we all fly to Austin that night on a chartered plane. Amazing. Yeah. Um. So you ain't flying out of JFK, man. That's no, no, no. We had uh, someone had gifted Tom like a crazy bottle of gin. <laughs> So we drank. So I had some of that. I don't even like gin, but there's no. I'm not going to turn that down. Uh, so I had some of that. It tasted like bushes, but fancy yeah, bushes. Gin is weird, man. Right. <laughs> then uh, we get to Austin. It's like three in the morning when we get to Austin. My flight is at noon, so we have rooms reserved at the Hilton, the airport Hilton at Austin. For me and the tour manager, we get there about three thirty or so to check in, uh, or not even to check in to get, pick up our keys. We had already checked in. We had Dave had the tour manager had prepaid for the rooms and had called during the day to check into the rooms. Right. The way we do with all the hotels, so that we don't have to like we're not pulling in whenever we get there and then going to the desk. They have the envelopes with our keys in them already. And we just grab them and go to our rooms. Cause sometimes we're getting to these hotels at like six 30 in the morning. Yeah. So they have it all set up. Move. Yeah. yeah. When you get there early in the morning like that, especially with someone like Tom, like you gotta, like we're all getting this, like, it's just like carryover from how, like how you have to deal with somebody like that. Like it's the same thing. Like when we were in Cleveland a few weeks ago, the Toronto Raptors stayed there. But the Toronto Raptors don't get in line at the desk to check in. Exactly. It is they it's all fucking taken care of. And then when they get off the bus, there was a table. This is how I found out the Raptors were coming. There was a big table with a bunch of envelopes on them with names on them. And I walked by and I just looked at it. And the first one I looked at uh, said Van Vliet on. I was like, oh, shit, the fucking Raptors are coming. (laughs) So hotels know how to do this. Yes. We get there at three thirty in the morning and the guy's like, like um, the first Your thing he says to us yet. is, "There's no rooms." <laughs> yeah. We're like, "Yeah, we know, but we already like you have our rooms, like right? Because we, we understand paid for it. it. We paid for it, and we checked in, right? So you have our rooms." 
and the guy's like no there's no rooms and and dave dave's like no look here just this is my name look at it and the guy like types it in and goes we don't have those rooms we have zero rooms available and dave's like well how how can that be we paid for them and we're checked in and he's like no one told me you were checked in we sold them uh, it's like the, you can look like you can look at the reservation and and it says on the reservation that we're not going to get there until three thirty. And then we're like they knew all of this and still sold the rooms. Yeah. And Dave's flight was at like six forty. Oh damn! So he was there making sure I got a room somewhere, and I ended up. Uh, it took about a half hour, and then I ended up. The guy was like, "Call a lift. Cabs take too long, so call a lift." Then he comes out with me and tries to give the Lyft driver forty dollars. Like you can prepay for a Lyft. <laughs> oh, because you guys didn't fly into. No, we're we're at the airport. Like I don't like at three thirty in the morning. There's probably no cabs at the airport because nobody's coming yeah, yeah. in or out right then. So they would have to get one from downtown to come out, and whatever. But but that's that's all beside the point because the guy was like, "We'll pay for your ride," and then they booked me a room at the uh like downtown austin the guy was like because and i've worked third shift before at a hotel and this yeah. is what amazes me about this is i've worked third shift at a hotel for a couple of years and i never once actually gave a shit about the job and i still never did this i never sold a room that was already that was prepaid mm-hmm. i just leave it empty that's I like they paid for it, whatever. I, I'm not going to sell it. Somebody got it. if they don't show up, that's their prerogative. It's already paid for. That's their right. room, whether they're there or not. Right. I don't understand what this guy was doing, trying to fucking meet a quota or whatever. But these rooms were fucking sold. And so then he's like, we'll pay for uh, we'll pay for your ride downtown. So mm-hmm. I call a lift and the lift is like, it'll be forty dollars and it'll be here in 15 minutes. Uh, so the guy's like the guy like counts out forty dollars. And then he like when the lift finally got there, he tried to give the guy cash. I was like, I want to pay for this ride. And, and, and I'm like, that's not how it works, bro. Like, what are you doing? You don't give him the forty dollars. This is my phone is paying for this. You give me the forty dollars. <laughs> that just means that poor guy has never taken a lift ever. Yeah, he just didn't, <laughs> didn't know how to do anything. So then I drive. So then it's like a half hour to this hotel. I check into the Fairmont, like some fancy hotel in downtown Austin. I get there at like 4.40 in the morning. Have to set a wake-up call for 8.40. Yeah. Uh, hand him a letter that says that the Hilton is paying for this room, whatever. Get to my room. Go to sleep. What? What? Like, And then I have... So it's like... It cost me an hour at that hotel. And then yeah. another hour of drive time there to the hotel and back to the airport. So now I'm like... I'm de- I have nine hours total between when I when we got to the hotel and when my flight leaves <laughs> so i'm already like not gonna get sleep not gonna sleep and then i lose two more hours because of this hotel fuck up it's rough <laughs> yeah and then two days later with austin like the uh, the hilton airport hilton is literally like in the airport it's yeah on, it's right fucking there right next to it we had to drive and we downtown had to drive. is not close we had to do the fucking circle past the terminals to get back to downtown yeah uh and then two days later i get the charge i see the charge come through for the fairmont like i got charged for oh, the fucking no. fairmont oh wow How? 
Because like everybody fucking up for incidentals. I had to put a card down for incidentals, and then they charged it for the room. They charged me three hundred dollars. So now I gotta fucking get back on the phone with the guy from the hill and like you guys are fucking like how do you how are you still fucking me over? I'm not I'm 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 fifteen hundred miles away. How you can't still be fucking me over? But I didn't actually I didn't actually uh, call that guy. I I took a screenshot of the charge and sent it to Dave and was like check this shit out. And Dave was like I'm on it. So he took care of that. Real that's quick. his job. Nice. Nice. But that's I mean, that's not like his job encompasses that. But he didn't have to do that for me. This was like, oh, at that point, the... I imagine he probably wanted to do that. Having to go through oh, the yeah, same yeah. Thing with that hotel. He was like, oh, yeah, no, I'm going to take care of this. This is going to be fun because that's one of those situations yeah, it took, where it took you're 100 percent in the right. Yeah, There's yeah. nothing they could possibly argue, you know, and win. Yeah, it took him. It took him less than it. It was like about ten minutes before he he texted me back. And was like, "All right, I got it all sorted out." He got like got on the phone with the general manager that Hilton. Dude, Andy probably got you guys a couple of free nights down the road for another tour. You know. Yeah, but I doubt. Uh, I don't think he's ever gonna stay there again. Uh, <laughs> like he was, he was pretty fired up. And this is a guy that doesn't really get fired up. He's got a pretty. Uh, he's like used to this kind of thing, but this is like yeah. above and beyond. Uh, like a fuck up that we've never even i've never even yeah, seen it before insane. like i said i've i've had that guy's job and yeah. i'm and i was better at it than him on accident without without yeah. trying doing yeah. as little as possible i was better at it than him that's what i mean i would have been like well when did you sell the rooms when did you yeah. sell those rooms like what time did you sell those rooms at you right know? i want to know who did it what shift did this because that person like some heads should roll. I I usually out here trying to get people's fucking jobs fucked up, but come on, that is you did like that's insane. Like the other way. Like if we walked in and they were like, "We have two empty rooms, but they have already been paid for, and we can't rent them to you," I would still be like, "Oh, come on." But that's not something I would ever try. I would ever like run up the chain. But this is what the fuck. You took right, rooms right. we paid for and were checked into, yes, and rented them to other people. So now we got nothing. There's no like there was no like, oh, housekeeping because people started coming down. Like, well, we're there. People are coming down and checking out. Sure. And Dave's like, well, have somebody oh. fucking clean that room so we can stay there. And he's like, oh, housekeeping don't come until eight. He's like, OK, what? Yeah, you don't have anybody <laughs> to come in. You don't have anybody to come until eight. It's four thirty. The more people are already leaving. So there are rooms that are not, but you can't at a busy ass Hilton hotel. You don't have any housekeeping that comes in till eight. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is like when you get outside of management, when you get outside of like New York or L.A. or like maybe Seattle or San Francisco, like those places would probably have 24 hour staff to flip that shit over. But I guess Austin doesn't. Hopefully they're hopefully they're down a third shift guy, too. (laughs) That was so. Be. That was it. That was a real wild, a real, real wild ride. Drinking. I mean, th- this bottle yeah, of gin you... was crazy. It was like eight hundred dollars. Was do you remember what it's called? No, of course not. Okay. Uh, so I'm I'm drinking a, <laughs> a gin drink that if you got it at a bar would probably be eighty bucks on a private jet. And then I and then I'm just standing around waiting for him because they fucking sold my room. Right. You get treated royally for the first part of the trip. And then like a like nobody. An yeah. Yes. 
Yeah. And that, that's fine. I mean, I need to be, after a week like that, I needed to be humbled. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> Just killing it, all the shows. Um, like every show had some memorable. The two that, I can't even, oh, there was, oh, so there was Terrytown, which I don't remember. And that was the only one that was like normal. Three of the others had DJ Premier on them. One of them was where the Johnny Cash thing happened in the round. And the other one was in New Jersey where Joey Diaz showed up to hang oh, out. Wow. And then he got there right before the show started. And Tom was like, do you want to go introduce the show? Now, Joey hasn't made any public appearances in two years or whatever. Like he hasn't done, he hasn't done stand up in a long time. He just does his podcast. He moved back to New Jersey. I didn't realize he wasn't doing stand up. I mean, it's, I mean, understand that it, most of this has been pandemic. Yeah. So yeah, he, but he was, but he, like, he left New York. Like one and, of those that would have been out on the road. No, no, no. <laughs> he didn't do anything. Like he, he doesn't do, he hasn't done it in a while. There was some talk like that. He wasn't going to do it again. But I think he's, he's I think he's going to do it again. But so Tom had him go out first. So they just dropped the house lights and then he walks out to to say thanks for coming and introduce me. Right. Uh, and the fucking place went crazy. Yeah. Again, cool. All he did yeah, was say yeah. his name. Nobody introduced him. He just walked out cold and they went bananas. And it was I've never I've never had such a hard time following somebody for simply showing his face. And that's all he did was show his face. He didn't, he, he, he wasn't even like, he didn't do any jokes. Man, it's just, people love that guy and his dirty stories, man. He is <laughs> yeah, very yeah. personable. He is a, he's, he's a fun dude to sit around. I mean, I've, this is Does the most time I've ever spent with him. I'm not really familiar with. Uh... I worked with him in Austin once, uh, you know, for, for a week at Cap City. Yeah, I mean, I bet that would be a fun. He's pretty fun uh, backstage, just talking and just being funny. <laughs> yeah, man. So that was, you know, most of the week it was just like we just hung out in the little room, you know. Yeah. Um, and uh, and shot the shit because he had his little uh, assistant dude with him, and, and he just feeding him edibles the whole time. That poor kid was just glazed over for three days. Oh yeah. Joey, Joey, Joey's on like a thousand milligrams. That's his dose is a thousand. Yeah. Wow. Which is crazy. Chiba chews back then. Yeah, it's nuts. I mean, I mean, a Chiba chew to eat a thousand milligrams of Chiba (laughs) chews would take 30 minutes. Yeah. (laughs) It's like it's like you're trying to eat a whole bag of Tootsie Rolls. (laughs) But he's got he's got these gel caps that are 200 each. Wow. He just pops five and then wanders and then is just crazy high. <laughs> but you can't you can't tell at all. Like I had no He's idea. That guy. And then Tom was Tom was like, oh, he was he seemed a little he was seemed pretty high. I was like, did he? I, okay. <laughs> Florentine came with him. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. And I, last time I saw Florentine was probably 12 years ago. Yeah, I've never met him. He's one I'd I'd like to meet. Never met him. I opened for him at the St. Louis Funny Bone, the Westport St. Louis Funny Bone. Uh, so I spent a week with him, and I knew how I knew how to remind him who I was because he's a big metalhead. So obviously, the first thing he said when he when we met is what I reminded him of that I have the Queensrag name. Yeah, 
and then he and then he remembered that he remembered that whole week it was like oh man that manager was like you were on stage and he's in the back going he's fucking he's making the crowd so mad we gotta stop him should we stop him and jim was like i was like i don't give a shit he can do whatever he wants so apparently i made <laughs> i was making the crowd mad i don't remember <laughs> i used to do a thing uh st louis was the best place to do this uh where i would like early in my set i'd be like at some point during my set pay attention at some point during my set i'm going to um show you guys what your problem is and then i would just move on and then 25 minutes into my set i would mention that i was a cubs fan and then they fucking take the bait every time and they start <laughs> booing me and yelling and heckling and then i would go pow that's what your problem is i said i'm a cubs fan and what you heard what you should have heard is, oh, this guy likes baseball, too. Because mm -hmm. think about it. Nobody likes baseball. In general, nobody likes baseball. Uh, but I said I'm a Cubs fan, so I like a, I like baseball, but a different hat than you, and, you, and you're mad. <laughs> and so I would do that. That was probably what I was doing. Or who knows? I mean, Monsanto's in St. Louis, and I would talk a lot of shit about them, too. Oh, that's fair. But yeah, but leave whatever. it at the ballpark, you guys. I mean, also, who cares? Like, even at, like even at the ballpark, I don't understand getting mad. We all like baseball. And if you really take a step back and think about it, nobody likes baseball in general. Like, it's like a, in the same way that like the Super Bowl is the most watched thing in the country and two thirds of the people don't watch it. Yeah, two thirds. <laughs> One third of the people do watch it, and people people are like, oh, football is it just rules everything. It's one third only one third watches it, you th and no fucking baseball gets anywhere close to the Super Bowl. Mm. So now you're talking, you're talking fucking one in fifty, one in a hundred people actually like baseball enough to have like emotions about it. I mean, this don't even count the people that go to the games. Half the people at the games are just there because they got hot dogs and it's a fun thing to do. You know, like nobody's going to. Yeah, get, it's like, fun to get excitable, emotional, man. you know, but to be such a fan that you're like, hey, fuck this guy because his hat's different. It was so fun to do because they would take the bait every time, every <laughs> crowd. Well, now, look, I did grow up in Philadelphia, you know, so fuck the Rangers, you know, fuck the Cowboys. <laughs> but that's about it. Yeah, yeah, but if somebody was a Rangers fan, are you going to be like, fuck you, I hate you? Or are you going to be like, hey, cool, let's talk about hockey for a little while? No, yeah, exactly. Like, I've actually gone to Flyers games at Madison Square Garden, you know, and the people sitting around you, you know, they'll give you a little ribbon depending on how the game is going, but you all end up friends at the end. You know, like I yeah. have pictures in my phone mm -hmm. of all of them. You right? know what I mean? Even less people like hockey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the last uh, Phillies-Mets game we went to, uh, the guys next to us, ended up arguing for a half a second. And then the next thing you know, they're singing together at the during the seventh inning stretch or whatever. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Aww. there's re it's really only uh, it's really only Boston and St. Louis where that'll work. And yeah. it also like I've done it in Boston and it doesn't work the same way. Like they don't the people that go to comedy shows like St. Louis is one of those towns where like there's not enough people. It's almost like our school. Troy. Remember, like there was no there was no it was too hard to click for there to be like all the different clicks. Yeah. Yeah. You hear about it in high school because there wasn't enough people. So the people that were the people that were in the play were also on the basketball team. And some of them were the burnouts and some of them were the skaters. What I like, there was just, there was just so much overlap 
that St. Louis has all that overlap where the everybody it's there's not just like comedy like but Boston is so much bigger that like the people that go to comedy shows they don't particularly care about sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in St. Louis, it's the overlap is so much that they fucking lose their mind about it. Wait, do you do you roll into Boston and say you're a Yankees fan? No, I mean, I did. (laughs) I've done it to see what they say. And some people like like there might be there might be two or three people who are like, all right. But never like never like the whole room. Like in St. Louis. I, I would do like that. Yeah, that sh- that much, that week dude. was a nine show week, and it went nine for nine. The whole room would fucking get rowdy when I'd say it. That's, I get you're from <laughs> the loo, and you're proud. Yeah, <laughs> and you're downtown, and you're, fucking, you're like isolated. Like you, like they're just like I don't want to say. It's just simple. Like <laughs> I don't want to say dumb, but it is a little simple. <laughs> uh, so that was that's all I could think about is. The idea that I'm doing that bit, control like controlled. I have control over it the whole time, and the manager is like, "What's he doing? He's making him mad." So you haven't <laughs> been paying attention this whole week. You don't know right. that. Like I've done this every show, and I set it up. And as soon as they're done booing, and I go, "That's your problem," and I point it out. Suddenly, there's no problem anymore. Everyone is like, "Oh yeah, okay." <laughs> like I won. I win that. I set them up, and they fall for it. And he and he's and he's in the back. What's going on? He's going to ruin it for you, Jim. That's his problem. <laughs> he didn't get it either, man. And he never got it. That's even a bigger problem. He never got it. At least the crowd would get it. Yeah. Well, the crowd heard the whole show. Yeah. And they heard the thing at the beginning. So they so when I point out that I that I that that was what I was setting them up for, they all were like, oh, you got us. But he didn't. He wouldn't hear the beginning. He just hear that part. What is he telling people he's a Cubs fan? He's he know he knows it's gonna make him mad. Yes, I do know that it's gonna make him mad. That's why I do it. I have I know what I'm doing. Well, and I love the fact that he thinks it's gonna ruin the room for Florentine, which the people are there to see Jim Florentine. Yeah, yeah. Like they don't give and a Florentine's fuck. a pro. Yeah, man, exactly. It's not like he's been doing it six years and <laughs> doesn't know what to do with a room they're going to be just as bad a crowd for him as they are for me they're not, <laughs> <laughs> they're not great uh, i think i should send i think i should send another link and we should let someone else talk for a little bit oh all right uh yeah let's do that all right so we're going to take a break and then we'll be right back well i am sorry but sometimes you make me wonder what the hell is wrong with you oh really Well, speaking of hell, if I wasn't so in control of my emotions, I might be inclined to say that's the sort of place you should consider making a a visit towards. (gasps) Hey, we're back. What a short break that was. Uh, So, yeah, I'll stop. I don't I think what have we got caught up to a week ago Sunday? (laughs) Yeah, that sounds about right. (laughs) Yeah, next week's we episode will have about LA, last LA. week's adventures uh but what do you guys i i talked the whole time damn i mean well you know we talked a little bit in there too uh I listened a lot i learned yeah yeah well i mean this is the i mean now it's been two weeks since i've been home troy what uh how are you i miss you it's been a while since i've seen your face so yeah 
it's good to see it again. But uh, yeah, I finished uh, I finished watching the after party. Have you guys seen this on Apple TV? Oh no. yeah, um, yeah. That's uh, that's what I'm plugging this week. It's like uh, locked room mystery. Uh, a bunch of oh, yeah. I'm a yeah. little. I've been watching it, but I've I think I've seen three episodes. Yeah. All right. Well, I won't give away any spoilers, of course, but uh, yeah, it's super cool. It's like uh, uh, a bunch of friends. Well, they're not really friends. There, it's a high school reunion. And they all go back to uh, uh, one of the one of their classmates is a pop star named Xavier, played by Dave Franco. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they all they all go back to his place for an after party, and he gets murdered, and. Uh, and so they got to figure out who did it. Uh, Tiffany Haddish plays the uh, local detective who shows up. And uh, the way the show's framed is so cool. They do like each episode is somebody, one of the characters recounting the events of the night. So they do these like genre pieces. Um, have you seen the one uh, Ben Schwartz is in it? Uh, the guy, John Ralphio from Parks and Rec. Yeah, um, yeah. That's I think that's the last one I saw. Yeah, his episode. <laughs> His, his character is named Jasper and yeah. uh, his episode is a musical. Wow. Uh, it's got a, it's got like three musical numbers in it. And uh, oh, man, it's, it's so good. So funny. Um, yeah. It's got a, yeah. Sam Richardson. He kind of seems to be like the main guy. We're kind of following him through the night. He's the, he's the prime suspect too. When everything kicks off. Um, and he's and, so funny. He uh, is yeah, a- that guy's so good. He was in that were- werewolves within I on Showtime that. or something. I don't know that one. This it's is the another I've locked room. Uh, it's another locked room mystery. There's a bunch of people trapped in a house, and one of them's a werewolf. Oh, geez. oh nice! <laughs> <laughs> that sounds fun. Um, so which what was the was the Ben Schwartz episode your favorite episode? Um, probably. I don't know, man. There's um. Uh, Ilana Glazer, she's also in it. Yeah. And her episode is kind of like a horror movie. And oh. they kind of introduce this new character in that episode. And the way oh. they do that is so funny. Um, oh, I need and, to get uh, to it. Even uh, uh, Tiffany Haddish's character, like she lays down on the couch and starts spilling her backstory to her partner. So there's like a, a police drama episode. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, and uh, really, we, learn, we learn about her. It's super cool. I really enjoyed the Ike Barinholtz episode of the the action movie spoof. Yeah, yeah. And also, I really enjoy the uh, the uh, all the effort they put into making it look like all these people graduated the same year. Yeah, right. Even though Barinholtz is like he's like twelve years older than Alana Glazer. Yeah, right. <laughs> he graduated the year she started kindergarten. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he could have been. He could have been her teacher. It's much more believable that he's a teacher. Yeah, um, yeah, it's got yeah, great cast. It's uh, super cool. So, don't wait, don't wait for season three of Ted Lasso to renew your Apple TV subscription, everybody. Uh, I've heard now. good things about Severance too, so I need to watch that. But I know. Have you? Uh, are you caught up on Waiting Time? I haven't. I haven't watched last night's episode yet. Oh man, so, we I watched it already. Yeah, I'm finally ahead. I hadn't. I didn't. I watched the last two episodes yesterday, so I've been behind. Now I'm all caught up. Oh my god, it just keeps getting better. I know. I'll be. I'll be getting to it. 
later today or tomorrow. And uh, up? as a as a as another throw in plug, I watched the first episode of Tokyo Vice. What is that? It was it's a noirish uh, newspaper thriller thing. Ansel Elgort's in it and Ken Watanabe. Okay. And Ansel Elgort plays the first and I think the only uh, non-Japanese person to ever be hired on as a reporter by the, the main newspaper in Tokyo. And it has something to do with like the Yakuza. Okay. And he te- like Ken Watanabe is a, is a cop and a baby driver is a reporter. And it's, it's set in 1999. It's based on a book written by the guy. Like so, it's it's a true story. And the cool. first the the show was developed by Michael Mann, and the first episode was directed by Michael Mann. Oh, super cool! It's pretty dense. They dropped the first three on Friday, and uh, I only watched one because it took a lot out of me. Where's that? HBO Max. HBO Max. All right, Tokyo Vice. Sounds. Yeah, I thought that's it. One I've actually heard of. Yeah. I I didn't know about it until I got to LA, and then I saw a billboard, and then it and then it's then it started. That's how you hear about stuff. I was wondering how people hear about Apple TV series because it like it's hit or miss. Like most of it's word of mouth, but then I have been hearing ads for Severance on a podcast that I listen to, and uh, but they're like the weirdest ads. It makes it seem like it's uh, like an ad for a public access show or something. Like they put no production value into these podcast ads for it what's severance um, on apple tv that, uh, yeah. also yeah yeah, yeah. But, but that's, that's like, that show is like ben stiller did something like he ben stiller produced it did, maybe yeah. directed it too yeah i think that's right they say all that stuff in the commercial but it's like so forgettable <laughs> i because i keep forgetting to watch it but i definitely want to get into it but everyone that everyone i know that's seen it is like oh my god you got to watch this show like People yeah. went the finale just dropped, I guess, and so that was all over my timeline. Oh, cool. So we don't have to that. wait. We can just watch them all. Yeah, just cruise through it. Uh but that's good. So the after party. The dope. after party, it's great. It's like eight episodes, real easy to get through. Oh, nice. super, super funny. And uh I'll and, uh, yeah. out in a day. And it's a cool mystery. Um yeah. so you're gonna love it. What about you, Trey? You got anything? I got my 420 show in Philly next week. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. That's punchline. Um, next week. Yeah, yeah. And then did see, uh, watched uh, All My Friends Hate Me, which is uh, a movie about New York comedians. Oh. I'm kidding. Hmm. It's not. It's about, <laughs> uh, Boy, I believed you, though. Yeah. It's fucking. a foreign film. Um. But uh, it's just, it's from the UK, so you don't have to deal with subtitles. They speak English, just a different form of it. Um, I'll still have the subtitles on. I like the cap- I like captions, of course. Uh, um, and it helps with you know the um, what do they call the local words? You know, like slang, local, colloquialism. Colloquialism. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's fun. It's uh, it's listed as a horror movie, but it's not. It's because there's no horror in it uh the horror is just how it makes you feel inside a lot of oh boy awkwardness <laughs> wow uh, it's one of those where it's just like it's um and again it's a guy going to this uh manor 
that one of his friends from college lives in and then they, you know, invited him over for his birthday. And so it's just them making him feel awkward the entire weekend. And um, it's pretty awesome. What's it on? Um, oh, you got to buy that one right okay. now because it's still new. Um, but I think we paid six bucks to watch it. Um, That's not bad. No, and it is. It's really fun because it's not like, um, you know, the Ricky Gervais office awkward. Uh, like, you don't, it doesn't make you hate a character or be like, this person is horrible. Um, it's just the, oh, yeah. The, his friends really kind of let him mentally have it to by the end of it, you know, he's just, his brain is mush. It's pretty awesome. Wow. All yeah. right. Well, definitely, I'll definitely see what, see, find that one. Yeah, it's pretty clever. Check that one out. So that's it, really. Yeah, I mean. All right. Well, that 420 show in Philly, that's a big deal. Yeah, man, that'll be a lot of fun. Again, that's the Punchline Philly. Um, so if anybody is listening that lives around the Philadelphia area, come hang out. And it's a fun lineup, man. Uh, John Del Calo, uh, who's super funny and a huge pothead. And um, Stonia Z is hosting. And then... Some dude that I've never heard of from um, from around there, but he's got like 10,000 followers on Instagram. So he's got to be funny, right? Sure. Yes. That sounds that sounds like a real good uh, credit. 10,000 <laughs> Instagram followers. Of course, this guy's funny. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, I'd go to that show if I was anymore, around. Right. I don't know. I don't know if Instagram did that or not. Well, never, of course uh, you'd come if you were around. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. I'd probably host it. <laughs> It'd be honest. I would go, I would go if I was around. Yeah, of course. You just come ah, hang out. Get high. It's 420. Yeah, uh, man. So my last uh my last plug is everything everywhere all at once. Just go see it. Oh, right. The little yeah. the less you know about it, the better. I mean, I didn't know much about it couple trailers that's all i've seen and yeah. that's what it felt like to me was like one of those where it's like i don't need to know much i don't need to read any synopses any reviews i'm just gonna i've yeah, seen like, enough i've that's managed like to avoid the trailer for that new nick cage movie and i just oh, know, yeah. like i just kind of have a vague idea what it uh what it is that or that it's like funny action type that he plays himself and he just yeah. gets caught up in like Nick Cage movie moments, but as a real, the real person or whatever. I, I have no, I don't really understand what it is, but I can't wait to see it. Mm -hmm. And uh, the same, like I was going to go to Alamo maybe tonight to see another movie, but I know that they'll definitely Alamo Draft House is going to run a trailer for that Nick Cage movie. Yeah, yeah. So plug your eyes. There get, is get there late. According to something I saw on Twitter. Alamo? No, you can't. Oh, that's, right, that's right. That's right. They, uh, the fucking new Fletch movie is done. What? And it's being, uh, there's a preview of it this week in LA. I'll believe it when I see it. I know. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I tweeted out hoping that somebody would be like, oh, I can get you into this, but I don't think I'm going to be able to get oh, into that damn. free preview. But John Hamm plays Fletch. It's called Confess. It's Confess oh, Fletch. Right, it's right. based on the book Confess Fletch, which is a real good Fletch book. In case you didn't know, the Fletch movies, not Fletch Lives, but Fletch is based on a book. There's like 10 or 12 of these books where Fletch is the main character and it, and it just keeps. 
Dude, the funny thing is you've probably told me that talking about Fletch before, but I completely forgot and my mind is blown again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a real surprise that they're based on books. But they are. Oh, wow, this... and how great they've got John Hamm playing. Yeah, yeah. And there's no... um. So Fletch Lives was just an original script and then the writer strike happened so they couldn't do anything to it. So they just made... Like they didn't do it. They couldn't do any more passes or rewrites on it. So that's why that's why Chevy Chase seems to not like Fletch Lives. I love it because I was 10 when I saw it. Yeah, yeah. And I've never stopped watching it. So I've never had enough of a break to I don't want to. Right. Like I didn't see Dumb and Dumber for 20 years. And then when I watched it again, it it sucks. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but if i watch it every year for 20 years i probably i never would have had the perspective on whether or not it sucked or not i don't think i would know I mean, i'm excited I like about this lives every once in a while you know plus it's got cleavon little in it which a rare mm-hmm. he's not in a lot of stuff i mean there are so many uh there's a there's a there's a phenomenon with fledge lives and wayne's world 2 where half of the quotes you remember are actually from the sequel right <laughs> Your mustache look funny. Your mustache look funny. <laughs> Every time my mustache looks funny, I think of that. Yeah. <laughs> and it's from Fletch Lives. I am but not all, a big man. When it comes to the quotes, it's all just one big body of work. There's yeah, yeah. No, no distinction. No distinction. But I mean, Fletch is better, but yeah, they're both they're both, I can quote them both endlessly. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't know if it has a release date. I don't know what's going on with that, but it can't be too far if it's if there's a preview of it this week. Yeah. So that's exciting. That is very exciting. Like end of summer jam. I mean, I I actually hope they don't wait till summer because it's too uh, too many like big budget blockbuster things. Things don't seem to work unless they're unless it's like part of a franchise or existing ip or whatever i mean i guess fletch is technically existing ip but not the well, same I mean, just be releasing a trailer I, that'd be kind of early to throw it out like memorial day i mean like, there isn't even a trailer do it memorial day there isn't even a trailer for it like I, I haven't seen a trailer for it oh yeah i hope they keep the song <laughs> you gotta keep the fucking soundtrack yeah right the funky like, bass lines they gotta use the faltermeyer keyboard I hope that Fletch is working overtime. Yeah. And this one also. Right. Putting it together <laughs> bit by bit, one way or another. They could have somebody like a current artist redo that song. Um, but you got to keep the fucking synthesizer. Like, you got to keep mm-hmm. that vibe. That vibe works. It works. It works. But imagine being a Lakers fan now. Who's on, who's on the wall? Kobe? Mm, yeah. It would have to be, right? Yeah, because the, the, the whole team has changed over in the last couple of years. So there's not it, and there's nobody from like Kobe to LeBron that you would, you and it and it doesn't. Up. It feels like I think this movie, like I think they started making it a while ago, so I don't think you put LeBron up as like as a long as like a diehard longtime Laker fan that Fletch is the character. Yeah, yeah. He's not gonna have first year LeBron on his wall. It's probably honestly, it's probably still Magic and Kareem. Right. That's what I was gonna say. Just leave it yeah. Magic. Yeah. yeah, maybe if we're lucky and and this Fletch is super cool, there's a Nick Van Exel, or a Will Chamberlain. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, or if this Fletch is 75 years old, maybe it's Will Chamberlain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
If he's 80, it could be fucking Jerry West. We never know. You never know. <laughs> no, it's John Hamm, so he's 50, and it's probably Magic and Kareem. Dude, that's dope. Yeah, I'm very, I'm, excited I'm very excited. Uh, any any time we can get more, and it's just, and it's not a remake, so that's good. Yeah. It's just a different story from the the line of stories, so that's fucking awesome. Yeah, that's great. Uh, but yeah, my, uh, I think I got a, I think we did it. I think we made an episode. Yeah, I think so. Right? Yeah, totally. I got to go get my laundry out of the from downstairs there's just one washer dryer for this it's a six six unit building oh wow so i can't believe in that shit down there but it's good um i have uh you have to pay with an app and it tells you how long you have oh nice oh, so cool. it just ended it hasn't it's not like it hasn't been sitting there for half i started it then we started this so dude i can't wait to live in a place where i got a washer and dryer to myself again yeah, I mean, just having it downstairs uh, is nice, and the app yeah. that app makes it cheaper, makes it easier. You never have to dig up quarters. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I had to find a new laundromat. The one right around the corner closed down a couple of weeks ago, and so now I got to schlep it five blocks up Nostrin to oh, one. Boy. It's mm. it's cleaner, and it's you know uh, a little still, nicer. Five blocks but, with your laundry. Five blocks is like yeah. too short to drive it, but so long to carry it. Dude. Yeah, yeah. I, well, what I ended up doing is just stuffing like I got one of them big um, backpacking across Europe backpacks, you know, from right. REI. And so that's what I've been using as my laundry thingy now. I refuse right, well. to get one of those pull carts. I'm not going to no, do it. No, no carts. <laughs> nope. Not yet. Not till you're 50. So, exactly. Well, that's in a couple months yeah i mean somebody's birthday is coming <laughs> up <laughs> brutal I'll buy, I'll buy you one of those pull cars for your birthday <laughs> oh thanks uh, i'll buy you Better i'll buy you a custom. nice one real yeah, mid, yeah. mid 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 <laughs> some rims some i'm not gonna buy the nicest build. one but i'm not gonna buy the cheapest no. one either studded right, right. tires like look That's i don't important. need the lamborghini yeah, yeah, just the, give me the accurate the off-road like the mountain bike off-road tires <laughs> no no do no do joke that, yes, I need that, please. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, well, we'll we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out <laughs> soon. Uh, well, what? That's another episode. Everything's been plugged. Yeah, man. All right. That's hilarious. Bye.